Episode 71. No significant number, but we're 71 episodes in. That's crazy. Like, I feel like we're just creeping closer and closer to 100, and that's like freaking me out. Why is it <laughs> freaking you out? Because it's like that, that makes that means we're experienced at that point. You know what I mean? Like, we're like legit experienced. I think we're experienced right now. Well, yeah, but like we would be 100 episodes experienced. Have you ever had 71 of anything before in your life? I feel like like maybe like subconsciously I might have ate 71 Oreos one time. At one time? Like like you know how like you're sad sometimes and you're just watching movies and shit and you're just like, damn, let me just eat some Oreos and milk. I think I might have had like 71 Oreos. That's what, I don't even think 71 comes, 71 Oreos comes in a package. But I have definitely have felt that before. Do you, you know yeah, how I mean, big like, a serving of Oreos is? You know what a serving of Oreos is? What is a serving of Oreos? Two. Two Oreo cookies. No way. Who, yeah. That's pathetic. Who eats just two Oreos on purpose? I think you can only do it on purpose because... You have to yeah, have a lot of It would of have self- to be only on purpose. You right. have to have a lot of self-restraint to do that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they're also vegan? You know, I just found that out actually a couple of days ago when um, my vegan friend, I, I saw her eating an Oreo and I was like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> no, that has milk. <laughs> that has milk. Well, you like, were trying to help her? Yeah, because she's like super anal about veganism. Hmm. It's like you know what I mean. Like she's really strict about it. Shout out to Belle. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it, I think I should do my intros. Wow, you're volunteering. Yeah, okay. I mean just because like you know I got mine done a little earlier than you. You know what I mean? So. Oh, okay. Wow, <laughs> call me out in front of everyone. Exposed. Everyone that's listening. <laughs> go ahead. Um, go you already ahead, know Wilson. it's your boy. It's your boy Wilson, aka Go Stream So Much Fun by Young Thug, please, aka Adam Sandler Stan, aka You're not allowed to complain about me ignoring your text if you're not my family, if we never made money together, or if you never told me you wanted me in your guts, aka The summer is almost over and I'm disappointed that I still haven't been able to sing in someone's daughter's ear. Dile que bailando te conocí. Fellas, Here's a 1 million IQ play. Ask your friend spontaneously about what your girl likes. It'll save you weeks of trying to figure her out. That's true. Some things about your intro were so true, and some of them were just so, so wrong. This is Kat, AKA a real life person who experienced inception. More on that later. Fellow disco lovers, come out of the shadows and do the hustle. AKA Dizzy Channel, just letting you know in case there's any interest, it's still not too late to make the investment in cat. AKA, I have the next best food truck idea. More on that later, too. AKA, 
Filipina colada. So, so wait, hold on. I'm not, not going to let you slip that slip, slip that little jab in and, and not, not ask why. What do you mean my intros are some of it is right and some of it is wrong? Oh, that was exactly what I was about to get into immediately. Oh, okay. um, Adam right. Sandler Stan, explain yourself. Oh, first of all, it's about time that we all, and this is for all the listeners, it's about time that we all got to give Adam Sandler his flowers. Adam Sandler deserves his flowers. Let's talk about it. Adam Sandler has Waterboy, Uh, Big Daddy, Click. A Click? Are you serious? Click? Click? Oh, you're not about to shit on Click. I'm going to shit on everything that he's You're you're insane. 50 first dates. What? Okay, maybe. What? Oh, my God. Little Nikki? Oh, my God. I fucking hated that movie when it came out. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Jerry. No, not Jerry. That's somebody else. (laughs) Billy Madison. That's the one he went back to school, right? Yeah. The rich guy went back to school. All right. I enjoy that movie. But I can't enjoy the other movies. You know why? The Waterboy. Because he's basically the same character, like in all of these movies. But that, but he, but he plays that character so and well. And then, and then he gets older, and then it's like, oh, he's still trying to like do this, do this thing. You know, it's just, no. Mm-hmm. It's a no for me. But that's like Dave Chappelle playing the same role in every movie that he's in. You know what I mean? And like. That's just the kind of comedian that he is. Uh, I mean, he's gonna just if I could have a movie deal, a movie series where I just kind of act like an idiot who is somehow like super rich and super successful, and then like, but is an idiot, and then everyone loves me. I mean, that'd be great. I will take that movie deal. I would I would be that character all the time. Well, except for um, the golf one. He's not rich there. But then Happy he... Gilmore. First of all, Adam Sandler gave us Happy Gilmore. Oh, brother. Happy Gilmore is top three comedy movie of all time. As your phone keeps falling. <laughs> Sorry. The, I, it's an 800 number. One of the scamming phone numbers. Keeps calling me, and they left me a voicemail. They don't usually do that. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but w- what are you talking about? Oh man, I, I can't believe this. And he does that. He all- does that tiny little voice. The I'm not even gonna try to do an impression of it, but it's it's like the same voice, and it's not funny. And mm-hmm. I'm I've had enough. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not right, into and, it. And then l- let's talk about the comedians. That came up off of Adam Sandler. Without Adam Sandler, we wouldn't have Kevin James. We wouldn't have Rob Schneider. Chris Rock wouldn't have gotten a lot of Hollywood. Kevin James could have paved his own way. He doesn't need anyone. You're dead wrong. He literally came up off of Happy Madison production, which is Adam Sandler's production. He would have found a way. Look it up. I I believe in Kevin James. (laughs) Look it up. I'm, I'm speaking facts here. Andy Samberg, another one that came up off of Happy Madison Productions. Nah, man. You, you're people got to give Adam Sandler his flowers. It's it's about time. All right, you and you and Matt can go do that. Have you really oh, watched? See, Matt, Matt is Matt is a man of taste and culture. He knows taste and culture. I would not use to describe Adam Sandler. Have you seen like one of his one of those movies recently and watched it? Murder Murder Mystery was fire. 
What are you talking about? The one that came out this year with Jennifer Anderson, that movie was fire. It's a recent movie? You're talking about an Adam Sandler? It came out last Adam month. Sandler. The movie was fire. You know what? You know what? Let's do this, okay? I will accept this challenge where you are going to have mm-hmm. me watch a recent a recent Adam Sandler movie, and you're saying that it's good. I'll watch it. I'll watch it, and I'll report mm-hmm. back. I have it watched... It came out last month. I'm, yeah. That's as recent as it gets. <laughs> that's pretty recent. Is it in theaters? It's on Netflix. Of course. He got a Netflix deal for five movies. Oh, God. Five? Why does he need five You know five why? Because movies? Netflix also realizes that they got to drop the bag on comedians. I don't think... <laughs> he has enough. He has enough. But, you know what? I'll watch it. And... You know, I I will I'm open enough to try watching a movie and I will tell you if I hate it or not because for example, remember the movie Wicker Park? Uh, Wicker Park. It has Josh Hartnett in it and um I do, uh, I do. I, I I vaguely remember it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so it came out when we were in like 8th grade or like early high school or middle school or something like that. And I remember watching it, seeing it then, being like, this movie's kind of weird, but okay. And then Matt, apparently, he loved it. And so maybe like last year, we decided to rewatch it because he really loved it. And I got so mad. The movie infuriated me. It was so bad. (laughs) It was so awful. Josh Hartley has been in a lot of bad movies from like the 90s and 2000s. You know what, though? I kind of miss him. Um, he was, maybe just because I'm biased, because he was like the teenage heartthrob type guy. But he like all of a What's sudden... What's he doing just, nowadays? I don't know. I don't know. Where is he? Where is Josh Hartnett? Let I have me look no it idea. up. I'm about to look it up. Now I'm curious. Maybe he retired. He made too many bad... I would be so bad mad if I find out he died. I don't think he died. We would know yeah, if I, he I died. Don't, I don't know what he's doing. Let's see. Josh Hartnett. Um, what is the last movie that he did that we would know about? Hmm. Oh, man. It's been a while. Jeez. What's a while? Like, the last hit movie that he had was 30 Days of Night in 2007. Oh, that's a long time. That's over I mean, 10 years. When I say hit, I mean according, according to IMDb. You know what I mean? I mean, IMDb is kind of the authority. On yeah. checking up on celebrities. I mean, he Penny Dreadful was a good. It was a good TV series. He was on there, and that was in 2014. But oh. other than that, he's been doing a lot of really small movies and small like. You know what? Good shows. for him. Good. For, uh, smaller movies sounds better than smaller shows. I think. Yeah. But yeah, sh- shout out to him, man. He. What What was that movie where he played that like um. He played this, uh, like a creep boyfriend or a creep stalker. Man, hold on. It's gonna bother me now. He played a creep stalker? Yeah, he was like a stalker. Hmm. That was a big movie theme in Mm -hmm. the 2000s. We're in the 2000s, but earlier 2000s. Yeah, 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 for sure. Are you just looking up Josh Hartner facts right now? Um, nah, I'm looking up to see, to see the rest of his movies because it only shows the popular ones. 
Okay, so you're still um, <laughs> Josh Hartnett. So. <laughs> we have a whole episode to do, Wilson. We do, we do. Here we are talking about Josh Hartnett after like, speaking about um, fucking what's his name, Adam Sandler. What is this? More like oh, Josh movies, Hartnett. Movies called Oh, yeah, I remember. This movie's wild. This, this movie was wild. He was a he was a, a true villain. I really believe that he was a piece of shit in this movie. What is it called? It's called O. Oh, it's called O. Mm-hmm. What year did it come out? Two thousand one. Wow. Yeah. I what rating does it have on Tomatoes? Um, let me let me look on Rotten Tomatoes actually. I'm Googling it, too. Uh, see who can get there faster. It has a 64% rating. That's not bad. Sheesh. Oh, he has some really bad bangs in it, though. Is that Julia Stiles? Yeah. Whoa. What, what happened yeah. to her? That's another one who was, like, really big. And then mm-hmm. several movies. Classics. Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, <clears throat> wasn't she in that dance movie movie? Save the Last Dance. I never uh, saw it. Save the Last Dance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she was in Save the Last Dance. She has a bunch of stuff. And then, again, just not to be found anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up with all these actors and actresses? I mean, I think they get, they get like, burnt out, probably. Probably. That's why I'm saying. Disney Channel, you know. If you need mm-hmm. some fresh blood. I mean, I'm not that fresh compared to, like, the teens and the preteens that they usually go with, but I can, I still, I have still have some spunk, <laughs> a have little bit. Spunk. Well, here we are, content talking about Josh Hartnett and Julia Stiles. The most uh, current <laughs> celebrity news, right here, folks, right here on officially legit. <laughs> <laughs> current <laughs> talking about them and it's current that's funny you brought um, up I guess Adam I'll get Sandler. into my week yeah yeah well actually you brought up I don't I'm sorry, I was part of my intro but um uh you know I'm curious to hear about the uh inception of your dream though I'll what get to us? that I'll get to that that wasn't me trying to segue to your week. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I experienced Inception as in, like, the movie, A Dream Within mm-hmm. a Dream. I don't think anyone implanted anything into my dreams, but the dream levels going deeper into a, into various levels was definitely a real thing. And this happened yesterday morning. What do you morning. mean by that? I'm, well, oh, I'm getting sorry. I'm sorry. It. So, um, it was happening yesterday morning. So, usually on Saturdays, um, I go to MA Fitness at this kickboxing class. And my friend Marissa teaches mm-hmm. it. And another friend of mine, Maureen, we all go together and, like, we work out, blah, blah, blah. It's really fun. That's the one that got married, right? Yes. So, um, gotcha. it's a usual thing, but it's at 9.30. So, sometimes, like, it's very easy for me to miss it because I oversleep <laughs> all the time. Um, so I wake up at 8 a.m. I'm like, okay, I should probably get up, but I'm not going to because I'm sleepy. So I go back to sleep. Then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, it's almost time for class. I have to go. So I go to the gym and at the gym, 
for some reason, like, this is the dream part, um, the gym is not at the usual place, but it's at a place near a pool. So I am now aware that, okay, this is a dream because I don't think they would just switch locations all of a sudden. So I get there and Maureen and Marissa are hanging out. They're like, yeah, we don't really want to work out. Um, we don't really want to like, do kickboxing. Let's just go to the pool. And so I was like, okay, um, let me just run back home and get my pool stuff. So I go back home mm-hmm. and then my home is in this scenario is really close to the pool. So I go back home and I see my bed and I'm like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it looks really comfy. So I go to sleep in this dream. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Maureen and Marissa are still waiting for me at the pool. I have to go. So I get up and I exit a door out of my bedroom, um, which Mm -hmm. I guess leads directly out of my house. And then this group of girls see me and they're like, oh my God, her house is on the way to the pool. We can just cut through her house and get to the pool. And I'm like, no, don't come through here. This is my bedroom. I don't know you. Don't get go through my house. And so we start arguing. We're arguing back and forth. And Maureen and Marissa see me that I'm arguing, and we all just like start fighting. These girls are fighting and fighting. Oh, brother. Um, and then as I'm fighting, I wake up, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, the fight was just a dream. I still need to meet them at the pool. They're still waiting for me. So I'm running, I'm running out of my house, I'm running towards the pool, um, trying to make it there on time, and then I wake up again. <laughs> and this in time, real in real life, and this time I check the time and it is 9 a.m. and the class is at 9.30 and I'm like, okay, let me think about this a little bit, check my surroundings. I am at my actual house and I, I'm in the scenario where there is no pool at this gym and class is about to start 30 minutes. So I finally get up, get ready, and get to the gym. And Marissa was there and there was no pool, so I knew it was real. So yeah, that oh, was my inception. That's that's a little weird, honestly. I don't know, I don't know how I would feel. I'd probably just stay in bed. <laughs> and probably just stay in bed. It was very exhausting and um, discombobulating. Like discombobulating. Um, it was. I've always like. I've definitely had dreams where I just kept going deeper and deeper into like new dreams and stuff. But I've never gone mm-hmm. backwards and that like. Okay, I was in this dream and then dream B and then I go back to dream A. That's like, never That's and also the weird thing was. It was all connected. Like it all had the same. I all had the same goal throughout the dreams of getting to my friends to work out. Yeah. So I had the same story, but just different scenarios. And I kept wake. I kept going to sleep and waking up, <laughs> and going to sleep and waking up in the dreams. So. Sheesh! Imagine, imagine about, imagine dreaming about exactly what you have to do when you wake up. Like that's so stressful. Well, see, it happens often for me. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times I will dream that I'm already getting ready for work. <laughs> and 
And then I so wake I don't up. Mean to laugh at you. <laughs> that it sounds happens. so dreadful. It happens all the time. And then I wake up and I'm like, I haven't done anything. And I have to be at work in like 15 minutes. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, yeah, that happens quite. That happens not all the time, but it has happened before. That's I think it's because, you know why? It's because right. I do this stupid thing where I can't just wake up if I hear an alarm. I have to, like, have the alarm go off a couple times, like, within, like, mm-hmm. with 15 increments in between, um, in order for me to, like, ease my way into a No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like, if I have to leave the house, like, at 10, I have to, like, slowly start to wake up at, like, 8.30. And then, like, 15 minutes later, another alarm. And then 15 minutes later, another alarm. Mm-hmm. All the way through. I ended up setting like six or seven alarms before I actually Do you... get out of bed. Okay, so you're falling asleep. You're falling back asleep. Or are you mostly just laying Sometimes, down? sometimes, or like other times, like I'll just like lay in bed and like like, decom- like decompress my way into waking up, basically. Mm. Yeah, I'm just falling back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, like, I, I think I need to take vitamins or something. I don't know. I need some tips on how to just wake up more awake. Maybe it has to do with this loop, like blue light stuff. Have you heard of that? Blue no, light on your that? phone? Uh, like, apparently, you're not supposed to... That sounds really crazy, by the way. That sounds what? like you're about to get into like some, some conspiracy theories. No, or... no, it's not a conspiracy. Okay. It's just um, the type of light that your laptop and your phone emits it's called mm-hmm. blue light and so you're not supposed to look at your phone like right before going to sleep because it'll keep you awake so you're interesting so you're supposed to like take a break from it for like an hour from your screens and then you're able to go to sleep better so i'm like i have like the phone an inch away from my face right before closing my eyes go to sleep so then i have something to do with it so blue light it, it emits from your phone regardless on what setting you have it on because I have my shit on dark mode. I don't know. <laughs> I have not done very much uh, googling on this, but <laughs> look at I me can asking Google. Kat like she's an expert on this. Yeah, I just literally just hey maybe <laughs> it's because of this maybe that's why I can't get up. Um, mm-hmm. But I have heard of this. I have heard. Ha- have you been having better luck going to sleep? immediately um or? yes but it's also because i've been going to sleep really late really it was really late um i went to bed at 5 30 last night the night before was actually the morning because it was like seven um and then before that it was like four i haven't gone to sleep any earlier than like three oh my like god six. What time are you but waking it, up? Um, nine thirty. The earliest I the earliest I'll wake up is like nine thirty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's still like you said you didn't go to sleep until seven? Um yesterday morning, yeah. Were you out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> You're not just like sitting around then, like. Well, in your no, I, I was out, but then when I got home, like, do I want to say this? Yeah, all right, it's cool. Yeah, when I got home, I like I have like a good friend mm-hmm. that like she plays video games with me, so we were playing video games. 
Ah, uh, okay. I mean, I still feel like that's. It's, but it's like it's like we also talk and shit, and like I I didn't notice what time it was. That's what it is. Like I I just didn't notice what time it was. I think it's that blue light. Keeping keeping that blue light. light. Definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that happened. That I experienced, I experienced something for the first time ever. That you know, is that just a movie thing? No, apparently not. Um, it happens in real life. Uh, and I would like to also expand on um, a couple other things that happened to me that I kind of hinted at in my intro. One, it's that I have. A food truck idea. Oh, let's hear it. Okay, so a little context. Uh, yesterday, we went to this ice cream place. It looks like a far, like a like a barn. It's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you can get these like waffle cone bowls. And it's not just a waffle cone bowl because it's coated in like chocolate and it has sprinkles mm-hmm. on the chocolate. So it's very good. I'm and trying then, to imagine this. Hold up. It's a waffle cone in a bowl. No, a waffle cone shaped as a bowl. Okay? So you have a bowl, mm-hmm. but it's a waffle cone. And then on the inside of the waffle cone, you have a chocolate coating. And then covered, the sprinkles cover the chocolate coating. Rainbow sprinkles. Gotcha. Okay. And it's not, yeah. So it's really good. And then you put the ice cream on it. So as I was eating it, I was like... Chopping up, breaking up the waffle cone so it's easier to eat. And then one piece got broken into like a nacho chip shape. And I'm like, hmm, I can just take this and like dip it into my half melted ice cream. And you know what, Wilson? It was delicious. And you know what else? It's convenient. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, what if, what if there was a whole line of ice cream nachos? And it could come in different flavored chips. You know, you could have like chocolate sprinkles or like... It could have like a strawberry coating or mm-hmm. and then I was like talking to Anna about it. Shout out to best friend Anna. And she was like, that sounds like a really great food truck concept. There's uh, so many possibilities, you know, you can have just you can pick out your nacho chip type waffle cone nacho type and then you can pick out the flavor ice cream that you want. Mm hmm. And you just dip, and then what you have to do though, it's important that the ice cream is the right consistency. So you maybe like let it, you leave it out for a little bit, and then you stir it, and then that way you can dip it easily. It's still, mm-hmm. you know, still concepting right now. I thought of this okay. yesterday. It's, it's, a, it's a concept in progress. Yeah. So no, everyone, anyone listening, please do not steal this idea. <laughs> I guess I am sharing it like out to the world, but because they won't won't actually do it. But still, is that a good idea? I mean, you never know. This might be a thing. It might be a thing. Officially legit food truck. Hey. I rock with it. Yeah. And the last thing that I want to share was that if you like disco music, you're not alone. And you won't have to be alone for very long. Um, because me me and Chris who is one of the DJs at Emo Night we are planning a disco night at the bit oh actually I won't say the location yet but I just started saying it but it's not it's not final I mean yet. you kind of just gave it up you might have to edit that out <laughs> <laughs> so it's not official yet but it is we are in the works of planning it 
So yeah, I probably will edit that part out. Cool, brother. <laughs> but yeah, Definitely we're we're tell. gonna it's gonna be a disco themed night, and I'm super excited because I've been wanting to throw a disco party since um like 2011. So mm-hmm. my dreams are finally coming true. Oh man! So wait a minute. What what is what is the suggested attire for a disco night? You can dress up. You know, I always encourage people to dress up. If you want to wear bell bottoms, if you want to wear Mm -hmm. um, other types of, like, clothes from the 70s. (laughs) But I do ask that no one wear, like, fake afros because that's corny and weird. Fake afros. Well, specifically, like, if you would typically not be able to grow an afro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you can't naturally grow an afro, don't wear one. Exactly. Unless, unless you had an afro and then you cut it. Yeah. You know what thing. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's happening. And we're planning on having it in October. So mm-hmm. October's going to be a fun month. It sounds like it. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween yet? This year, I think, um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't like dressed up or did anything for like a while. So I might do something. I don't know what yet. Weren't you going to dress up as George Casanza last year? I think I think I was going to be... Yeah, last year I wanted to be George Costanza, And I think the year before I wanted to be Gene from uh, Bob's Burger. How would you dress up as Gene? Wear a yellow shirt. <laughs> you would well, need a wig. I was gonna, specifically, I was going to be Gene when he was the, Sas- the burger Sasquatch. So it was oh. like he was wearing he would wear the burger suit. I was gonna get like a burger suit, wear the yellow shirt underneath it, so my arms like you can see yellow shirt underneath mm-hmm. the arms thing, and then wear like a Sasquatch mask. That's a great costume idea. You should do that. Is it? <laughs> is it, it is. That's a good one. That's like a slightly obscure reference, like not as direct. It shows mm-hmm. you're a true Bob Bur- Bob Burgers fan, and then if someone who yeah. else someone I, else is I'm a, Bob a big Gene fan, Gene, I think Gene is hilarious. Yeah, and then you'll be able to like find fellow Eugene, um, Gene or Eugene. It's it's Gene. Oh, other fellow Gene stands and become friends with them because they're going to see it and they're like, I recognize that costume. Yeah, like all the Gene fans stand up. Halloween is a time <laughs> to connect with people. Exactly. Um, Like, I know, not last year, but the year before for Halloween, you went to that festival. Uh, Voodoo? Yeah, Voodoo Music Festival in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Do you you plan on going this year? No. No. I want to check it out one year just to see, like, the actual activations and stuff. Because I know they, like, put a lot into, like, their... Art shit. Like I know, one year they had like this like dome. They had like a, a dome that Pepsi sponsored, um, and they had it was like full of like art and shit like that inside the dome. It was like a huge dome. It's like uh, I'm curious to see all the arts and stuff that they do. I know they're really big. They're really really big on art. Yeah, uh, I mostly remember all the Halloweeny type stuff they did. Like they had. Um, they had actors act like zombies or something like that, and then they also had a, a haunted house like on the festival mm-hmm. grounds, which is cool. That was the first ever haunted house I'd ever been in. Really? Yeah, okay. I even went to Universal and didn't go to any of the haunted houses <laughs> during wow. Halloween Horror Nights. See, 
I gotta stop myself. I was about to say you're mad pussy, but like I, I, I stopped myself. Good for you. Look at you. See, that was a test. It was a test. I think. Oh, a test. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, lots of stuff coming. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. What about you, Wilson? What, what have you been up to lately? Um, so this past week, like, it blew by because like I had I had a lot of work to do. Um, but one of the things that I kind of like I talked about last episode was that I was announcing another tour um, and that was actually a tour date for Wale so if you have listened to the first episode Mm -hmm. of this podcast or it might have been the second episode but I'm going to say the first The um, the first episode of this podcast I talked about my history with Wale and um for those of you that that skip that and like you don't know about it, I guess I should give like a little bit of a yeah. yeah you just give her a refresher because it has been it has been seventy one episodes, you know, since you first yeah, started. Yeah, right, right, right. So, I Wale and I we're like the same. We're the same. Many. He doesn't. He, <laughs> he won't admit it, but we're the same. <laughs> we both love Seinfeld. You know what I mean? We both love Seinfeld. He he makes he has a, a mixtape series about Seinfeld and named his like one of his most successful albums. Like it was actually like co-produced with Jerry Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like super big Seinfeld fan. And meanwhile, me, I'm a living, breathing George Costanza. Yeah, like, I, I I am Costanza. T- to the core. It's so sickening because I go through a lot of the same shit he goes through in the show. Um, and also, we're both really big wrestling nerds. Like, when I say nerds, is like we can have really deep discussions about fictional sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really deep arguments and debates and like, cat. if you ever one day wanted a debate about wrestling, I could do 60 minutes of <laughs> debating about wrestling with you. But we never want to do that because it's not that kind of podcast. But I'm saying, like, Wale is that kind of guy that, like, we can just talk about it all day long because he's just such a nerd about intricate aspects about wrestling like I am. Um, so on top of that, you know, he being a hip-hop artist, me being in the hip-hop business, mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of similarities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so back in 2000 and... 15, I want to say. It might have been 14. One of the two. I, I can't remember. It's been so long. One of the two. Um, we booked Wale for a, a little tour in Florida. Um, and I I wanted I wanted to meet Wale because like we had all these things in common. Um, he had just dropped the album. The album bought nothing, which is again it's a Seinfeld reference. Um, huge fan of the album uh so this is like one of those rare times where i was actually a really big fan of an artist that we booked you know what i mean yeah because like i'm a fan but like this is like i'm an actual actual fan of the you're artist. a stan yeah right right so um you know I, after the show i had i had i was sick that day that that day of that show um but i still worked it and after the show he was sick also right wow he noticed that he, he noticed that I was sick. He was like, yo, uh, do you got any, any um, meds on you? And I was like, yeah, I do, actually. I had um, had something 
had some shit in my bag. I think I had their flu in my bag, right? Um, so I, I, you know, I, I gave one to him, and he was like, "Yo, thank you." Um, Yo, stick around after the meet and greet. Let's chop it up or whatever. Because he noticed that I had like, uh, I had something on that he like. Oh, I had this hoodie on that was made by this guy that he knows or whatever. So he, he wanted to talk to me after the show. It's like cool. So we're talking or whatever. We're talking about wrestling. I took like this video and I posted it and like um, of, of us talking about wrestling and um, and, and then like you know he gave me his number right. He was like, "Yo, if you ever want to, if you ever want to chop it up again about wrestling, this is a good talk. Just hit me up, just call me up." So I was like, "Cool," you know. So he actually texted me first. Oh, <laughs> he he texted me first. Important that's a very, detail. That's a very that's a very important detail, right? <laughs> and he texted me. I remember uh, this link to some shit about uh, some wrestling thing, right? And so we talked about that for a while. And then he, that's when he asked me what it is that I do, right? Mm-hmm. If I wasn't just, if I was just a promoter, if I was like, um, if I did other stuff. So then at the time, that's when I started working with Gats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is like roughly around the time that I, that I was like maybe a couple months into working with Gats at this point. Um, like, like a half a year, half a year working with Gats. So, um, I you know I was like on top of like doing these shows. I also work with this artist who also likes like he likes wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, but but like Gats likes wrestling to a different degree than what than Wale and I because Wale and I like we're more of the historians. We we <laughs> tend to value more of the old wrestling mm-hmm. more than you. Where Gats like he'll rank up the new stuff over the old. You know what I mean? Which is different. Like there's like two kinds of wrestling fans. So like. It's a little different. So, um, the, the, um, like, you know, we were talking and then he was like, oh, cool. Like, yo, like, if, if he's, I'm always down to listen to like wrestling, rappers are like wrestling. So if he ever has any wrestling related things, I should like send it over. So I remember Gats dropped his, like this project and I, I sent Wale, like, I sent Wale, I like to his PO box that he sent me, right? I sent him like a physical copy. And um, he told me he appreciated it and everything. At this point, it looks like everything's all cool. So then, <laughs> I don't know what it was, Kat. I just I just decided one day to just jump the gun. And one day, I was on the phone with Wale. And then, like, I was like, yo, are we friends? <laughs> and... That was that was basically that was the end of our friendship because he, it was too weird. Um, it was too weird. I think you left out one one word in there. What, what did I leave out? Officially. Oh yeah, no. I said you're right. You're right. And, and <laughs> I said no. Okay, I skipped. I actually left out another detail too. I left out another detail too. Was when. Like, I got to give you the setting, the setting of that conversation that I had with him, right? So I was, I was, it was raining really bad outside, right? Mm-hmm. It was raining really bad outside. And I was in my car outside of a Target. Because I remember I had just got off of work. Um, I needed to go to Target to go buy something. I'm in my car. And um, I think that we were talking about... Uh, 
like his his like like European tour or something uh-huh. like that. I, I don't remember exactly what we we're talking about. We we're talking about like something of, of his tour. I think we we're talking about his European tour. How he wasn't excited, blah blah blah. Because and then we were we were making Seinfeld references about Europe and all the shit. And that's when I was like, damn, in my head, I'm like, yo, like, me and Wale are clicking. Like, this is so cool because I actually, like, love his music, too. You know what I mean? Like, we're over here clicking conversations. So let me just ask him, you know? <laughs> I mean, let me just ask him. So then, yeah, I, I asked him. I was like, are, are we officially friends? And, <laughs> like. Uh, you didn't keep he, it cool, Wilson. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I fucked that up. Because then, like, I heard, like, a sigh. You know what I mean? And, like, when, whenever whenever somebody sighs at you asking if they're your friend, <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's like, one of the top three most disappointing moments I've had. <laughs> it's crazy. So, Wale, after that, Wale and I stopped talking for years. What? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. He said more than just a sigh, right? He didn't just hang well, up. Of course, of course. No, no. He, he like laughed at me. <laughs> he laughed at me, and and it was like he told me that I made it weird. <laughs> told, he told me that I made it weird. So, well, Wally. After that, I stopped hitting him up because I was like, damn, like I made this shit weird. And then, like at some point, he like changed his number because, oh. um, yeah. I, when I moved, like, this is year, years later now. I found out that, he, like, he was coming to Miami, right, to um, do, I think he was doing drink champs with Nori. Um, and um, I wanted to link with him. You know what I mean? Like, to just talk. I wanted to see what he was career-wise. Because at this point, like, he, I know that he was going through, like, a lot with his label and shit like that. So I wanted to see where he was music-wise. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at this point, years later, I'm... I'm in a different position of what I was back then. Like, I'm still working with gas, but at a different degree. And, like, now, like, rolling loud is, like, a big thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh-huh. it's, like, a little different now than, for me than what it was back then. Um, and, obviously, like, I'm a little more mature where I wouldn't ask another <laughs> artist if we're officially friends. Well, you learned <laughs> from that experience. Right, right, right. So, I, 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 I called him. And I saw his his number that number got disconnected, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks." So fast forward, right? Fast forward into um, about I think it was May. No, it was it was May this year, right? Or April? It might have been April. Um, where uh, Wale's agent was like, "Yo, like you got to get him on Rolling Loud sometime this year, like maybe Miami." And it was too late for Miami, right? And, um, but I was like, yo, we got to get him for New York. We got to get him for New York. New York people, they love Wale out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we got to get him for New York. And, and like, people contested it on our team because they're like, oh, Wale's not hot. And I, and I, I believed in him, though. I was like, he's dropping new music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's it's going right on tour soon. It's the right time to do it. Like, he's got, he got, he's coming back strong. And, so we did it. We did it, and people were happy. I remember when 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 we announced it, we saw a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen Wale in a long time." But you know what I mean, shit like that. So, um, fast forward a little bit more. Um, I, I I asked his agent like 
because they weren't planning on hitting Florida on their tour, right? So I asked this agent, I was like, yo, like, I would, I would, I would go out of my way to try to help you route this, like, the rest of these dates, like, like, the rest of, like, the end of the beginning of the tour, so then that way we can make sure we hit one, at least one day in Florida, because I want to, I want to do that, like, last time we brought them in, they did good numbers, I want to do that, so I did it, I was able to lock it in, and then, um, uh, the agent put me in touch with Wale's new manager, um, and we were we were talking about like you know the logistics for the show, and I didn't notice that Wale was CC'd in the email, right? Because <laughs> um, like I, I I don't know why it just didn't I didn't click to me. So my my phone number is actually in my signature in my email. Um, so I get a phone call from a DC number, right? Which I don't ever pick up my phone, so I let it go to voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the voicemail, it was like, yo, it's me, call me back. And I was like, I, I don't I don't recognize that voice. Like, I, I, like, like, it sounds familiar, but I can't put my finger on who it is. You know what I mean? He can't um, just say his name? Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's me, call me back. So I, I, I called the number back, and it was like, yo, what's good, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who is this? He's like, damn. He goes, did I hurt you that bad? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you got, you got to try me like that. And and then I was, he he said that he could have sworn that he gave me his number. His oh, email. that's nice. Yeah, he, he was like, um, he was like, damn, you deleted me from your phone and everything. And I was like, what are you talking about? You changed your number. I tried calling you um, when you came down to Miami one time. And and he was like, I could have sworn I texted you my new number. And I was like, no, you, you didn't. You didn't text me my number. And, and he was like, oh, shit, my bad. And then he goes, I appreciate you looking out for me. Like, I, I wanted to hit Florida again, blah, blah, all this other stuff. And he was like, um, when, you, when are you coming to New York for the show? Uh, and then I told him, like, around the time I was going to go. And he's going to be on tour then, but he said that he has, like, a day break. So if I have time the day before the show, that uh, he said we can go get some pizza or whatever. Aww. He goes, like, I could, I, I could take you to the Seinfeld restaurant. And I was like, I mean, sure. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, I... He won't even admit his name on the um, voicemail. He's not going to admit that you guys are officially friends. <laughs> right, right, right. And then he asked me what I was up to. And then like, I gave him like a quick like five-minute summary of like everything that I have going on. And like in there, I brought up like the Twitch stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that he he's on the road. He's on, he's on the move all the time, so he doesn't really like play like that. But he brings his Nintendo Switch everywhere. And so we added each other on the Switch. Aww. Um, and, uh, but then he said that he wants to play Smash Brothers on, with me on stream one of these days. Like, whenever he's, he has good Wi-Fi and he's, and he's able to do it. Well, look at that. So you're officially friends on Switch. Yes. <laughs> Wale and I are officially friends on Nintendo Switch. Did you tell him about the podcast? And how he inspired did, the name? Did he tell him? I, 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 I told him, I told him, I was like, listen, I, of course I was hurt. 
like that the hurt that I was it literally inspired the name of a podcast that I'm 70 episodes in because this is like before obviously we recorded this episode yeah I'm, I'm like I'm 70 episodes into this podcast that was inspired by the name the name was inspired by like me asking you that question you know what I mean didn't he hang up <laughs> at that point no and then he laughed and he goes this is like he goes our scenario is like the perfect Seinfeld episode <laughs> because like none there of it is. makes any sense whatsoever it's so funny um but yeah th- th- he's doing good though I'm glad that he's doing good um all the all the new music he's put out this summer has been really good uh including the Jeremiah song um which I think is a, is a hit um put it on the playlist exci- yeah yeah I'm excited for this I'm excited for this tour and for more than one reason, I'm sure. <laughs> wow! See, it has a happy ending. What? That, that's great. Things come full circle. Unofficially mm-hmm. legit. Facts. Facts. Um, Are you gonna send him this episode? He's gonna be like, "Wow, you're still talking about this? Damn." <laughs> no, like he. I get. I already sent him like the link to like the Apple Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like and I told him I was like yo like this is the podcast I was talking about like if you wanna if you wanna listen you could you know what I mean did he also you, when did he send uh, it to him uh Thursday okay Thursday yeah um also uh this is unrelated to my week but it has to do with this week that just passed okay um. I want to give a big shout out to my mentor, like Steven Victor, who's like a big role model to me. Um, like, like he continues to elevate and change the way that like the business is handled as an A and R. And I I don't know how he did it, but he was able in like one year to level up so much. He went from being the a- head of uh, vice president of A&R in Republic to being vice president of A&R in Def Jam to leaving on his own terms after making so much good moves there into being uh, above Def Jam into Universal Records. And like, it's crazy how he just does things so effortlessly. Like he has such a busy year because on top of being an A&R, he man- manages push a T the dream uh, like a, a few other artists and he he was able to do this like it, it's crazy it's crazy so yeah shout out to steven i sent him a really long long thank you and you know congratulations text and we had a conversation the other day but i'm super inspired and yeah i just had to throw it in there but yeah, oh you're feeling really... you're feeling so mushy it, well, sentimental. It, 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 it really it really it really made me happy like i i've really i've watched him i've watched him when i met steven right he was a really behind the scenes a and r for good music right kanye's kanye's label and um but like he was not known at all when i'm talking about like he was at the point like his only artist was Pusha t and he was Pusha T's everything. Not only was he his manager, but he was like his cameraman and like all this other shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and he took that role 
and basically turned it like within this is, we're talking about like seven years ago right in seven years he was able to take that role and turn it into being the a and r of universal music group which is like literally the biggest right now is the biggest uh label in the world you know what i mean it's it's crazy crazy very proud of him and and i know that he's proud of me as well so i can't take that away also Aww. Did you ask him if he was officially proud of you, though? <laughs> no, he's he he treats me like shit, but in a good way. Like it's like a motivational treat me like shit. You know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> I think I know what you mean. <laughs> no, like 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 he'll like I I'll you know he knows what's going on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like I whenever I talk to him, he'll like hit me with like pinpoints of what I should be doing better sort of thing that's what you need there's no point in having a mentor if they just tell you what a great job you're doing all the time right 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 yeah but wow i I (laughs) I realized that i'm that i'm so i'm so industry i I just talked about my relationships with wale and stephen victor and that was my week (laughs) that was my week i'm too industry cat i i need to go back to my my roots and Start talking about like being a hoe. Mm, no, you don't. You don't have to go back to it. <laughs> I don't have to go back that. to that. Well, maybe not that, <laughs> but yeah. Um. So we speaking of industry. Speaking of industry, um, yeah, I think it's it's time to have an extended sports segment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it. Cat takes on sports. So, for those of you that don't know, Jay Z um, is the owner of Rock Nation, right? A majority owner of Rock Nation, and Rock Nation has broke a deal with the NFL. Um, I don't want to word this wrong, so give me a second. I, because, like, their deal extends beyond the Super Bowl. Um, give me a second. Are you Googling? I yeah, oh. I had the article pulled up. I was just looking at to see if it's still the same one. Okay. Uh, so, in terms, it's, it's, it's a partnership, right? It's not, it's not like... They're, it's not like the NFL's hiring them. It's an actual partnership, right? So, um, the actual uh, outside of outside of Jay Z producing the Super Bowl, right? The actual deal includes that Rock Nation will now help advise on selecting artists for major NFL performances in the Super Bowl, as well as hold on, hold on. Um, the uh, as long as uh, uh, launching the Inspire Change Initiative, right, or working with the Inspire Change Initiative, which is basically like their their social um, awareness platform that they mm-hmm. have, um, you know, in I have been really critical on Jay Z, right, in the past, and. Um, it's kind of weird because like you would think that I would be a fan of a lot of the things that Jay Z does, mm-hmm. but 
I won't be a hundred percent honest with you, Kat. I think this is this is bogus. This is bogus. So um, this deal is more than just like owning a team. No, yeah, it's it's I, more than own. He doesn't own a team. He doesn't okay. own a team. Yeah, no, he, that's that's like a hundred percent a fact. He doesn't own a team. But he is he's actually partnered with the NFL um on I guess like on a an awareness an awareness stance on top of the Super Bowl. Right? So alright, do you remember recently Rock ASAP Rocky was in prison, right? Yes. Yes. And what? um Did he already get out? When did he get out? He he got out, yeah, he got out. Okay. Um and they already he um he's guilty they, they they got him as guilty but like the punishment is just a fine or something like that well in addition to the time he spent in jail but okay mm-hmm. yeah well i mean the like he needed to wait till a trial you know what i mean so that's not really part of the punishment if oh, that makes sense yeah. yeah 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 so um the the thing is like remember when he was in there and uh trump was tweeting about how he needed to do what he has to do to get him out. Well, he actually wasn't lying. Part of the, if you read the trial notes, the first, the first like um, thing that was brought up to the judge was his like packet sent from Trump, like with a, with a letter demanding that they release Rocky, right? So here's the thing: a lot of people, including myself, right, feel like that was a uh, a way to pander right mm-hmm. like like it was it was it was a pandering tactic like we're really we're getting really close to election season you know what i mean and i mean if you look at the the the, the speeches that trump gave during that time where rocky was in jail he kept using that as a way to, and, and this is like like a, like sort of like a quote, right? Um, helping the African American community. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and what what I'm what I'm using that as an example as is that's what I feel like the NFL is doing with Rock Nation. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> like this this is this to me to this is, this is my opinion, right? To me, this is just the NFL using the the agency right the sports agency that has a majority i think i think i read that like 90 percent of their staff is african-american right mm-hmm. uh, th- that is a majority african-american to literally hire or, or partner with them to shed light on social issues but not address not address the kneeling still it's crazy. Yeah. And Jay-Z even said that that um, when asked about Colin Kaepernick and that whole movement, he was really just vague about it and said, we've moved past kneeling. Like, it's time to take action. And, like, as if kneeling wasn't, um, wasn't a strong, like, statement against, um, against the, like, violence. Again, the whole purpose of mm-hmm. the of the of the kneeling, you know, the whole purpose of the protest, right. and taking action. I mean, taking action as in like 
getting hired and getting paid to collaborate with the NFL. Like, mm. no, you can't, um, you can't criticize an entity while getting paid by them. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds exactly. really sketchy to me. Exactly. Exactly. Like, this is, it's really bogus to me, to be honest. I feel like, like, they, um, like, Jay-Z is playing the system a little bit, and Jay-Z is good for that. I, I again, I, I, I love what Jay-Z has done for hip-hop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love what Jay-Z has done for hip-hop, but I have been really critical on him and what he's done to uh, manipulate basically the market manipulate mm-hmm. the market for his matter take back go back to when he dropped Magna Carta Holy Grail um, he he released the album a week ahead on Samsung on the new Samsung phones right mm-hmm. and if you if you had the phone you could download this app that was exclusively for that phone and you could download the album a week before everybody else and he was able to use that. It was free, absolutely free, right? The app was free, the album was free. Mm-hmm. And he was able to use that to go number one on Billboard, right? Because he had albums sold because the phones were sold. Oh. So, but, but like, that's that's a way, to, that's, it's bullshit. Because he didn't sell one record. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't sell one came, record. It just came, it came with, with the, phone. the phone. It came with the phone. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's complete crap, yeah. or 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 also what he did with uh with with Sprint with Sprint. Fast forward to when he dropped four four four. I shitted on this too, and people trashed me for shitting on this. But like, think about it. Like he he made it to where only people that had Sprint and Title downloaded on their Sprint were able to get their album first, his album first. Like how crazy is that? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's insane. Uh-huh. Like, like you're telling me as a fan of Jay-Z, if I was a huge fan of Jay-Z, I would have to go stoop down. Instead of paying something that I can afford to listen to this man's music, I have to get Sprint and then pay for Tidal on Sprint in order to listen to oh, his album. Oh, you can't just pay for Tidal. You have to no, get you Sprint have to, You have to have it on Sprint. How crazy is that? So that worked for him? It okay. did. It did because... Well, it did. It depends on how you look at it, right? Because he had better second week numbers when it came out for everybody else than he did first week. But it did in the sense of people thought of people thought of it as innovative and breaking barriers and all this and that. But I look at it as bullshit and manipulating your fans. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you something Taylor I mean? Swift would do. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's something that people will shit on Taylor Swift for doing. Like, wasn't her thing was you have to. In order to buy a ticket, you have to buy a certain amount of merchandise so you can get a certain amount of I points. I think it was like concert. Like you had to buy like her 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 uh, concert ticket to get like or something like that to get better seats. Yeah, it was it was yeah. like not a direct way to just get seats. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot more expensive way. So right, right. This so like I, I reference all that right to just say like I feel like. Jay-Z has found a way to just do anything that's like remotely shady and be able to word it to where it's like it's good for the community and it's good for the people it's good for my fans but it's like is it really you know what I mean like 
are you telling me that like him saying, "Oh, we're past the kneeling," is gonna stop police brutality? Hmm. Yeah. When the NFL players were doing that to shed awareness on it, and you're telling you're telling me that you're aligning with the company that's telling them to mm-hmm. stop doing that. You know what I mean? So, what exactly is Jay Z gonna do to shed light on that? That the players weren't already doing. And is so and is Kaepernick gonna get his job back? <laughs> like right. Is well, he gonna be that's not back? possible anymore. He he got they reached a settlement. Like he got Kaepernick got paid. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they the NFL reached a settlement with Colin, Colin Kaepernick. I think it was this year, earlier this year. But but the thing is, like Kaepernick has still been very vocal against it, and he has a whole wave of players that are on his side. So like now the players that are against the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it gets really shitty because Kaepernick is under Rock Nation Sports. So, like, now... Awkward. Yeah. Somebody that's under Rock Nation Sports is against the NFL, but now can't be against the NFL because the company he works works with also works at the NFL. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I really, this, as is story was like coming out um people seem pretty split on this whether mm-hmm. or not they should they were like supporting jay-z or critical of jay-z and like i think it really comes down to the question of do you think you either believe that you can um change something within the, um like in or you think that you can change the system you can either believe you can change the system within the system or mm-hmm. you have to do it from the outside. And I'm right. a believer that you can't. <laughs> if you get stuck into the system, like you're going to get overpowered by by what it is because you're just going to be outnumbered. And you're also going to be influenced by by the system, whatever it is, whether it's money or power or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like in it. Like it's it's To me, it's impossible to change things within the system, whatever it is. Um, but some people think that mm-hmm. you can, and I mean, time will tell. Like how, what's gonna happen with this NFL deal? If anything will even happen, if anything will change, or if it'll just be right. like you know, same old, same old stuff. Do they actually no, I care? Think, I think people people get uh, caught up. They get caught up with like sensationalized headlines and stuff like that. And they um, they forget that Jay Z, on top of being, uh, you know, a, a, a great rapper, right? Mm-hmm. On top of being married to a legend in Beyonce, right? He is also a genius businessman. He has been able to turn his life around from being the um, a, a, a drug dealer that used to sell drugs to his mom, right? Mm-hmm. To to being a, a mogul in hip hop and being like having all these, he's made more money outside of his music than he has with his music. Like within between Rock Nation and the, uh, the drinks, the, all the alcohol that he sold and the clubs mm-hmm. that he's owned and all mm-hmm. these different things, like he's been able to. If I'm not mistaken, he he became a billionaire this year. If, if I'm not really? mistaken, 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he became a billionaire this year. I could be wrong. I gotta fact check that. But like, it, it's 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 not it's not um it's not impossible to see that he's that there's a money play behind this. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah. Like, I think people are looking past it and think that he's doing it for the good of people. But at the end of the day, Jay-Z does what's best for Jay-Z. Yeah. And really, like, whenever money is involved, then mm-hmm. you have to be really, really critical of that. Like, if if something like this about, like, saving lives and um, trying to, you know change the oppression of an entire people like if you're getting paid to do that that's a change it's not the same (laughs) like if i feel like if you really wanted to help you wouldn't need to get paid especially if you're already a billionaire like why do you need to have money involved you know um back in 2008 i believe there was this like world nations summit Right. And I found it weird that like all these political people were there and then there was Jay Z. <laughs> there was Jay Z. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, I just remember seeing that back then and thinking to myself, like, you know, if Jay Z really wanted to, if he can work for the next like twenty years on really cleaning up his past, like br- like putting it under the rug well enough, mm-hmm. he really could run for president one day. And this this furthers my my belief in that, to be honest. You think he's gonna try to run for president? I think one day he will. Like not not I don't think he'll do it in the next like in the next like three terms. But like I think one day he will. Hmm. He and I think he could have a good chance, to be honest. He's able to put like just blow shit past people's heads. Like it's crazy. Maybe. Um it see I feel like I don't know. I I think it'll be he is it'll be hard to get um, both Republicans and Democrats to be to back him, but it does seem like a move that he's trying to make right now. Yeah, you know, trying to get along with both. Come in, come on. Do you sides. think people don't want to see Beyonce as a first lady? <laughs> people would definitely want to see that. Let me stop talking about Beyonce before they try to cancel our, our podcast. All her yeah. <laughs> Let me stop mentioning her name. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. Let's... I, I don't... I agree with um, Eric Reed. Is that his... Mm-hmm. How to say his name? Um, he... Kaepernick's good friend. Um, and that... It's just kind of more of the same, and it's kind of, as he said, despicable. I don't know. And we'll see, you know? We'll see. Maybe maybe he'll surprise us all, and I'll, like, police brutality will just stop, and, like, the NFL will be really supportive of all of their players. We'll see, you know? I guess anything's we'll possible. That's all we could do is just say we'll see. Yeah. So, next up, I'm feeling not that angry right you're not feeling too i'm not yeah so, I'm, I'm good so um as part of the new as part of this new season we've realized you know if we if we don't have anything to rant about 
why force the negativity? You know, we should exactly. try to we should try to um, uh, we should try to really take hold of the positive positivity that we feel while we can while it's happening. So we're gonna move on straight to our cringe moment of the week. Thanks. Cringe moment of the week. And oh, we got a good one. <laughs> we do got a good one. And um, it's, <laughs> it'll add, I think it'll add more, po- even more positivity to this podcast. Or maybe just ruin your day. I don't know. But here it is. Back up next week. Now, I never had to do this myself. But if you're in the sun, you might want to take a note from Riyadh. Stand under that umbrella. Ella, Ella, hey, hey, hey. Back inside to you. What? <laughs> Thank you, Al. Oh, man. Honestly, like, you guys can't see the visuals, but the disgust of the news reporters when they when they got back was like, <laughs> the funniest thing ever. I can't even, like, hate on it too much because it seems like something I would do. If I, if I, I was... I you said you can't hate on it because it was a Rihanna thing, but... Well, yeah, I would do it, too, if I was a news reporter. I would definitely find a way to insert Rihanna lyrics into it. Uh, that mm-hmm. would be me. So <laughs> I would just hope that my news fellow newscasters would be more supportive. But I totally mm-hmm. get I get where he's coming from. Yeah, you, you see the vision. You, you know what vision. he was trying to do. I mean, maybe hopefully <laughs> it would come off a little less corny than that. But that was pretty creepy. For sure. For sure, for sure. Um, speaking of Rihanna, I think I should probably apologize. Um, I think I may maybe had said something last episode that made it. I should apologize if I made it seem like I was calling Rihanna pregnant because she looks pregnant. I wasn't saying that. I was just speculating based off of her outfit. Mm. So you didn't say she looks pregnant. You just think that she might be pregnant due to what yeah. she was wearing. <laughs> right. And based off of her history in the outfits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. Yeah. I wasn't saying that she looks pregnant. I think she looks great. Yeah. And I'm not saying that pregnant people don't look great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying wow. that pregnant people don't look great. Wilson, you're <laughs> digging this hole. Let me just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't say anything because if not, it's all going to come out wrong. All right. Well, <laughs> um, I think that's our cue to, uh, do you have any announcements? Yeah, you probably shouldn't say anything. <laughs> um... Announcements. Um, I think actually I might have another tour announced this week. Okay. We're gonna have another playlist soon. Yes. Yes. Facts. Another playlist soon. Make sure you you actually check out our previous playlists. They're all up Spotify and Apple Music. Um, yeah. Make sure you uh, keep up to date because we're gonna drop playlists a little more frequent frequently. It's not going to be as as filled, but it'll be a little more common. Yes. And um, I feel like I announced all my announcements, you know? I have a food truck idea. I need I need backers, financial um, supporters. <laughs> uh, if you want to if you want to be a um, fun if you want to fund the food truck dream of mine, let me know. Uh, Don't you look for somebody like in the mafia? Maybe, you know, if you're in the mafia and you listen to this episode and you really want to support my <laughs> ice cream nacho food truck idea, let me know. Uh, and keep an eye out for a couple art shows and various events that I will be involved in because those are coming up soon. 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can find me on all socials at WZ Happening. Uh, check me out on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. at uh, twitch.tv slash rolling loud. And um, yeah, that's it. And you can find me on the internet under Catlim Design. And All right, we'll see. We'll see yeah, see you guys next week. See ya. But, let me close it out, damn. Oh, okay. Let's go for it. Do it. Close this out. Close you're, it. You're taking, you're taking my. Taking Officially my close this out. Officially close this out. <laughs> see you guys next week. See ya.